Well, hey, everybody, we're so thankful that you joined us on another episode of the Gregor's Ministries podcast. So excited to have two guests here today, our good friends, Anthony Washington Hello. and Timo Anzalone. Man, thank you guys for joining us today. I believe we're going to have an awesome time. Thanks for having us, man. Yeah. It's just really great to be, be with you guys and uh, great to see Anthony again. It's been yes, super long. Man. It's been yes. a long time. And uh, Timo's joining us from Spain. He just told us he's seven hours ahead of us. So, Timo, thank you for giving us your time. But, man, all three of us together, we had the opportunity to be in prayer school together at Rama at the yeah. same time. We, we had some awesome experiences. Yeah. And, man, it, it's so cool to – what is it now, almost – 10 years later or eight to 10 years later, being able to reconnect and be in different parts of the world, but still having a a connection, man. It's awesome. It is. And we were just talking, you know, when we were in a prayer school, there was a, a, a message that you preached. And, you know, since we were just talking about it, I feel like it's a great opportunity for you to share it. But something that resonated with both Anthony and I is you talked about Jacob's ladder and kind of being mm-hmm. like the gate of heaven. Mm-hmm. And man, share with us just a minute kind of about what you talked about. Yeah, so that was uh, right before I left uh, Rhema. I had the chance to, to speak at prayer school. And, uh, and Miss Leanne had told me just be ready, you know, the, the prayer coordinator at the time, she said, be ready and, and I'll call upon you and you'll just preach. And so, uh, yeah, I preached about Jacob's ladder and, um, and just how that represented that the, the distance, the gap being closed between heaven and earth. Mm-hmm. And in the New Testament, we, we see that Jesus is the fulfillment of Jacob's ladder. And mm-hmm. so in Jesus, there's no distance between heaven and earth. And, and the good news and, and the point of my sermon was this one is that not only is Jesus uh, the, the, the connection between heaven and earth as he was walking on the earth, as he was ministering, everywhere he went, he was bringing heaven. Everywhere he went, uh, the culture, the life of heaven was, was coming. But we are now <laughs> the gate of heaven for other people. We are <laughs> called to, to pray down heaven. We're called to be instruments of heaven. We're called to be ambassadors of heaven. Mm-hmm. And because we have Jesus, the gate of heaven on the inside of us. Yeah. And, and so wherever we are, <laughs> uh, we, we, can ex- we can expect the manifestation of heaven um, <laughs> as we walk, as we talk, as we pray, as we lay hands on the sick. And uh, yeah, so it was just a, a really great time uh, preaching that. And uh, yeah, it, it still resonated with uh, a lot of people even years later. And, and, I, and I believe that's, that's a testament to, 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 the, to the scriptures, really, because uh, we long for heaven. We were made for heaven. <laughs> and, and we know that when we're walking around in our cities, in our societies, we know there's something missing. We know we were made for the other side of the lake, like C.S. Lewis said. And, uh, and, and, and then Jesus is calling us to partner with him and to release heaven wherever we are. Yeah. Man, and you know, it reminded me, even when Jesus was being baptized, um, it said that the heavens opened and the Holy Spirit descended like a dove upon him. Mm-hmm. And it never said after that, the heavens closed. Mm-hmm. And so that open heaven has been open to each and every one of us. Yeah. And that same Holy Spirit that was upon him is mm-hmm. now within each mm-hmm. and every one of us. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, something that was on my heart for us to talk about was prayer. 
uh, today and just sharing kind of our experiences and how we can make prayer just an everyday it's not uh like you were saying it's yeah. not like a mystical thing, mystical thing yeah. yeah it's it's a you know we breathe every day and that's how it should be with prayers breathing i don't have to work hard to breathe yeah. i don't have to try to you know it just it's just it happens it's a part of who i am and i think you know that that's how prayer should be prayer should just be a part of everything um everything that we do everything that we do is just a part of our life so it's 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 easy it's something that we're able to access at any time yeah. at any moment you know no matter you know I, it's interesting you know i travel with the pastor miss annette and miss annette she does the prayer sessions in the morning and she often talks about how you know prayer is something that should be happening all day we should always be in constant fellowship in communion with god and she would tell stories about brother hagan and how she he would be sitting in her office and they would be talking about things and she said she could see his mouth moving and he would be silently praying and just you know as he's talking things out he was also praying in the holy spirit to make sure he just was in communion with god yeah. all the time yep. and, I, and i just think you know whether you work in a corporate office whether you our stay-at-home mom, whether you, whatever you're doing, you know what I'm saying? We should always be in constant communion with God. So, Man, and there was, a, I forget who it was, maybe you Bible scholars will be able to help me, but there was a, <laughs> there was a famous minister I, that he said that I don't uh, pray for more than 10 minutes, I believe it was, but he said, but I don't go 10 minutes without praying. Mm, and I think it might have yeah. been. That's, was, was. I didn't want to throw that name out there and be wrong. So I was letting you guys <laughs> take the opportunity yeah, to, yeah. to throw that yeah. out. But man, that that's the reality of it is yeah. that we should be in constant communication yeah. and fellowship with God. And the reason, and it's not, um, I think we have to not see it as something that's mandatory, but as right. something that's a, a privilege right. and it's, and it's right. an honor because people right. longed in the day of Moses yeah. to be able to talk to God personally right. and not have to go through a priest, mm -hmm. not have to go through another minister, mm -hmm. but for us individually to be able to approach our father, father God, you know, just as he is and just as yeah. we are. And yeah. so, Man, I think that it's our privilege and our honor to be able to talk to him and that we should really utilize that yeah. the opportunity that yeah. we've been given. Yeah, just prayer. Yeah. It's, it's so, it's, it's, especially the days that we're living in, mm. um, especially walking through a time of an uncharted course where you can't go read in a book on how, 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 how do you navigate through a pandemic? Come you know on. what I'm saying? So it takes communion with God. It takes being led by the spirit. It takes listening to yeah. be able to navigate in times that are so, that are difficult. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It, it takes having that communion and fellowship with God that helps us navigate through, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm newly married and it's, it takes the Holy Spirit. <laughs> it takes communion with God to help me navigate through marriage. You yeah. know what I mean? So, yeah. so yeah, but it's vital, man. It's so yeah. vital. Yeah. And uh, you know, when you, you were, telling me about the subject that we were going to talk about during this podcast, I, I was really reminded of the disciples coming to Jesus. They saw Jesus. Mm -hmm. He was praying in a certain place. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and they call Jesus the master and they say, teach us, Lord, teach us to pray. And I, I was just so struck by that because this is the only recorded instance in the Gospels where the disciples come to Jesus 
and, and they, they, they ask him, teach me, teach us something. It's the yes. only time, right? Mm -hmm. They're not asking him, teach us how to do miracles. And of course, we know Jesus taught them by example, and we know that he walked with them through all of these things. But they specifically asked, teach us to pray. Yeah. I was just yeah. so struck by that. Um, and, and of course, Jesus will, will then uh, lead, lead the disciples into what we call the Lord's Prayer or the Our Father. Um, and he says, when you pray, say, Father. And, and, and I don't think we realize just what a revolution Jesus really started right there by saying, when you pray, say, Father. <laughs> that's so good. Yeah. That's, that's exactly what you were saying, Josh. It's that, that privilege of being able to commune with your heavenly Father. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right? And, uh, oh, and I, yeah, go ahead. No, I, you know, I was just sitting here, and I didn't mean to cut you off. But... <laughs> no, no worries. I'm just sitting here and I'm, I just got excited in my heart because I was thinking about how that had to be They're They're seeing Jesus communicate with God mm -hmm. in a different way that they had ever seen anybody communion with God. And because they were in the old Testament, because the gospels are still actually a part of the yeah. old Testament. What pray our father that what, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It was like God and us. And, and we had to go through somebody, you know, we had to have Moses. He would go up to the mountain and he would talk to God on behalf of the people. But here comes Jesus introducing father. Yeah. That just, that, that just, that just did something to me on the inside. That's good. But I'm sorry to cut you off. <laughs> no, man. Yeah. But it's it's exactly that imagine being a disciple and and hearing jesus teach about prayer and he's saying when you pray so you know already you have that that when it's not just once in a while like like you were saying anthony it's just that day-to-day -day, uh not not a routine in a sense but a habit you know constant mm -hmm. always mm -hmm. aware always in communication yeah. and, and he says when you pray say father yeah. Ah, just mm -hmm. yeah. He's my father. We know he's king. Yeah. <laughs> we know he's Lord. <laughs> we we know he's the judge. But he says, when you pray, say, Father, come to me as a, as a son, as a daughter. Come close to me. Come in that intimacy. It's just yeah. And it felt like to me, even he was eliminating this mentality of separation. Yeah. That there was a gap here that's mm -hmm. now been bridged. Mm -hmm. And so he's saying he's bringing, he was introducing personal relationship yeah. into the picture. Yeah. And man, that's so good. That and, is good. And man, I'm so thankful for that, that we have the opportunity to do that now. But, you know, uh, Timo, continue. I don't want to interrupt you. Yeah. In your, in your flow. In your flow. Can, can I just say something to yeah. you here? Yeah, I, yeah. I was thinking about um, Adam. Mm. And Adam had fellowship with God. The Bible says that you know, God would come down and he would, they would, they have fellowship. And I thought it was interesting that Adam, because of during that time, he was not praying about what's the will of God, what's the plan of God. He wasn't toiling about, you know, the present situation that the world is in, yeah, but at the right. very core of their relationship, it was just fellowship. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And I, as a believer at the core, even though we're praying about the will of God, the plan of God, what's going to happen, but at the core of prayer, is fellowship with God. And, you know, the highest type of prayer is praise and worship. So even in praising and worshiping God, that's, that's prayer, you know? Yep. So, but yeah. go ahead, brother Timo. 
No, I mean, I, I totally agree with you. Um, like, like Josh was saying before, it's that privilege. Yes. Just the fact that we get to, not yes. have to, but get yes. to every day, wake up in the morning. And, and, and despite any circumstance, despite anything that we might be facing, despite the chores that we have to do, despite the works that, that, that are laid in front of us, we get to commune, we get to have that, that one-on-one. And I, I don't know for you, and I, I'd love to kind of hear how you guys organize your day and, and, and how you uh, kind of incorporate prayer into your days. But for me, I just know that when I wake up and the first thing, the first thing that I do is commune with my heavenly father. Yeah. And, and when I get that, that time in, in, in prayer and when I get that time in worship, when I get that time in the scriptures, that changes my entire day. Yeah. I know something's off yep. when, when I don't, yep. right? Yep. Yep. And that's, well, you know, something that I feel like for me is establishing at the very beginning, the awareness of his indwelling mm. presence and just that he's there. So mm. I like when I wake up, the first thing I'll do is say, Father, I just thank you that you're here right now. Mm. And it's not me asking him for something. It's not asking him to bless my day. It's just acknowledging that he's there with me. So Father, I thank you that you're here right now. Mm -hmm. I thank you that you choose to spend time with me today. And I thank you that everywhere I go, you're going to be with me. And when you set that acknowledgement and you create that awareness, then you're going to expect to see him in all aspects of your day. And so, and I, I love it because, you know, in our relationship, I also believe that a huge part of it is listening. Mm-hmm. and giving him the opportunity to speak mm-hmm. because I don't want to just come to him with petitions mm-hmm. of asking mm-hmm. him to do things for me, asking mm-hmm. him to, to open doors for me in my mm-hmm. day, but I want to listen for maybe specific steps that he wants yeah. me to take. Yeah. And when you acknowledge him and say, Father, I thank you that you're here with me. Yeah. You've now tuned your ear. You've made your awareness mm-hmm. set on him so that if he wants to speak something direct to you, mm-hmm. you've now given him the opportunity mm-hmm. to do so. Yeah. And I think for me too, it's like, you know, I typically like start off with thankfulness. Like I, you know, this morning I woke up and I was showering and I was just like Joshua said, I was just so full of thankfulness. And it's amazing that as I was thanking him, he, he, he brought a scripture to my mind. Yeah. And as, as it was an answer to something that I needed. Yeah. And when the scripture came to me, it's like, Oh my God, that's, that's it. But it didn't start off with Lord. I need you to give me an answer for this. Yeah. The flow started with me just coming to him saying, Lord, I just thank you. Lord, you've been so good. I'm so great. You know, just thankfulness. And in doing that, I got a download. Mm. You know I'm saying I, I, I was aware of something that I wasn't previously aware of because I had been, I wanted to know how to pray about something. And, and the scripture just came to my heart and I was like, wow, you know, it just, and so how many opportunities throughout our day while we're working, while things are happening, and we just take a moment and pause and say, Lord, I just thank you. And the very, because sometimes when, you, when you're praying and you, you're, there's things that you need to say to God and it's so heavy on you, it's on your mind, and you're just like, and you need an answer and you need, yeah. some, you need something, but it's like we, we don't take that moment to say, wait a minute, let me just stop. Yeah. Let, me just, let me just focus on wait, he's here. He has the answer. It's like, I don't know about you guys, but have you ever lost something and you've been toiling and you've been looking for it and you're getting frustrated, you can't find it, where is that? And maybe like you just give up and you go to bed and you stop toiling, you stop fighting, you stop striving and you wake up the next morning and it's like, 
you're like, oh, wait, I think my wallet is here. I lose my wallet a lot <laughs> in my house. Don't, don't tell me why, how, I just do. And so, you know, and so it's, I, 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 that's how I look at prayer. I, I look at prayer that way, you know, and I think so many people do struggle sometimes with praying and because they look at it as like, like you said, it's a duty or it's like, okay, I got to do this. Right. Like, no, we get to fellowship with God, but, and God wants to be involved in every aspect of our life, you know? So that, that's just kind of how I typically start my day off, you know, with prayer, just thankfulness, thankfulness of an awareness. Yeah. You know, the song says, let us become more aware. Mm. Of presence. You know, not, not give me your presence. Not that I don't have your presence, but help me to become more aware yeah. of your presence. And I think something too in prayer that I've realized that a lot of it is Thanksgiving. Yeah. And it's, yeah. you know, I think that in the past I've struggled with trying to obtain something that's already been given to yes. me in Christ. Yeah. And so whenever you begin thankfulness and you begin thanking God for what's been made available to you mm -hmm. through Christ, then you start realizing all the resources that are available to you yeah. in that day. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I truly believe we can pray God and he will provide whatever it is that we need. Yeah. But if you think, if you're needing peace, if you're dealing with anxiety, mm -hmm. stress, if you just thank him, Father, I thank you, you're here. Yeah. And that Jesus is the Prince of Peace. And I believe since he's with me, I have the peace that passes all understanding. Yeah. You start experiencing yeah. that peace and yeah. you didn't have to ask him for it, yeah. but you just had to make yourself aware that yeah. it was with you yeah. right now yeah and so i think a lot of even in our prayer time should really be focused on thanksgiving yeah and as you're doing that a lot of the resources that are made available become a reality they become to reality you. it's so interesting man timo i'm sorry do, do you have something to say before i say i just love talking to y'all this yeah. is so fun but i was um there was some things going on there was a situation going on in my life and i was just um, I went and I was talking to the Lord about it and I was like, okay, God, this is going on. What are, what am I going to do? Hmm. And down on the inside, I just heard these words. Well, I guess you're just going to have to live what you sing and preach about. Hmm. Like, oh, <laughs> okay. And like, you know, it was just such a, in, in me and the Lord, we had dialogue about that we have fellowship about that yeah. and we talk through that and it and it and it it helped me become aware that way okay it just took a moment for me to to just step over to here and listen it didn't I, I didn't have to get in pray for five hours I didn't have to it was just simply God this is what's going on what, what is this about like how do I handle this and it's like oh I guess I'm just gonna have to live what I preach and sing about and I believe that this year, man, has been a greatest challenge to us as believers to, to cause us to locate, number one, where we are, yeah. but That's also right. to help us understand, okay, even though there are things happening, you got to live what we sing and preach about. Like, this is for the big dogs. This ain't for, yeah. like, this is like, okay, what are we going to do? You got to live what you're saying. You may, somebody that you know may be dealing with, you may be dealing with sickness. You may be dealing with something majorly going on in your life, you know? Sure. And it's just like, well, I, the things that I've been exhorting people about, the things that I've been preaching to people about, the things that I've been encouraging and admonishing everybody yeah. to do, it's like, all right, I got to do it. And man, I'm telling you, one of the greatest examples that I've seen um, is Pastor Hagen. Mm. 
and he uh we had just got done with a crusade and he was like sick i mean he got sick he wasn't feeling well and we got back on the plane and i mean he's just not feeling well at all and he lays down on on the the couch and while he's laying down he's saying lord i thank you that the healing power of god is working in my body effect and so in that moment for me I'm like, oh, he really believes what he's been preaching about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so I don't know how I got off on that. No, but, but I said that, you know, it, you know, so. there comes yeah. a point where you just get we we have to live what we what we believe and preach and think about. Like this stuff is real. Yeah. Like it's 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 not just something that we're blabbing off telling people to do. Like I believe it. Yeah. I be, I believe that he's in me. 100%. I believe I yeah. believe that greater is he that's in me than even his word. I believe that with God, all things are possible. I believe it. <laughs> Shondo. No. <laughs> no, yeah. So that that's just Yeah, it is real. It is real. So real man. And, and I I I I want to say that really I think that prayer is just one of those things that actually makes it all real, yeah. right? You want to experience God. You want to experience the fullness of what he is and, and what he's given you. I mean, get into prayer. Yeah. Um, and and it, it is real. And it's exactly what, what the Lord spoke to you. It is about living what you say. It's about living what you're preaching. It's living, you know, what you're singing in your case. Yes. Uh, you're a way better singer than I am. But uh, I'm sure the Lord loves to hear you sing too, Timo. <laughs> but, uh, but, but, but that's exactly what happens. And I, I believe that over, over the years, when you're building a life of prayer, right? So it, uh, I really believe that the spirit of prayer comes upon a life of prayer. Yes. So if you're building a life that is constant, constantly aware, uh, but also disciplined, you know, early in the morning, will I seek you? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Jesus departing to solitary places. Yeah. Jesus deciding he would go to a certain place right there because he wanted to pray. Yeah. Um, you know, waking up before everyone was awake, having to have that time, setting yeah. aside yeah. You know, all the difficulties. And, and, and once you build that life of prayer, um, it doesn't matter, like what you said, Anthony, it doesn't matter the kind of year that we're living in globally. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. is real. It's there real. is peace. It's peace. There is joy. Yeah. There is wisdom. Yeah. Um, there, there is everything that we need at the moment we need it. Yeah. And it's right there. And, yeah. and, and I love what you said before. I don't know if it was Josh or if, if it was you. Um, you know, to, to not just come to God with our petitions, right? Mm-hmm. And, and that's exactly what, what Jesus is teaching his disciples. He's basically saying, ditch the list, right? right? Come and say, Father, right. hallowed be your name. Be your no, name. may your name be revered. May your name be feared. Mm-hmm. So, so prayer, in a sense, is, is not really about us. It right. starts with him. Right, 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 right. And I think, too, as you grow in prayer, as you grow in fellowship with God, what you desire in your list becomes not important. Yeah. Because, you know, there's been times that I've set out to start praying and I'm praying for something that don't even have nothing to do personally yeah. with me. But just in fellowship with God, what is important to him becomes important to you. Uh-huh. And you yeah. start praying and you become unselfish in your prayer. Yes. Because prayer is no longer just about me, mine, my four and no more. It becomes about you go to prayer and next thing you know, 
I heard someone say it like this. They said, sometimes a prayer room or your prayer time, it can become a business room. It can become, it can become, it can become a classroom. You know what I mean? So like, as you're spending time with God, like I've noticed that as I've grown in God, sometimes I have to remember like, man, I need to pray about that in my own life. Cause I, sometimes I get, I, I, you know, you start to get over in a prayer, you picking up the heart of God and all of a sudden you're praying for Spain. Yeah. All of a sudden you're praying about Africa. All of a sudden you're praying because now it's like, okay, in fellowship with God, it ain't right. just about me. I'm, yeah. I'm concerned. Cause if, if we're, like you said, we're the gateway, we're the door. God has access in the earth through us. Yeah. Can't do anything in the earth unless somebody asks. So if that's the case, he's going to alert us to pray about things that are happening in the world around us that, that, that gives him access to be able to work in that situation. So I, I think it's so important that as we pray, I remember Miss Leanne would say this. If you, if <laughs> she would say, if you're starting a prayer, pray. And the only person that's coming up is yourself. You're not, <laughs> God will take you. He'll, he'll take it. But yeah. like just developing that fellowship with him to where, you know, you're not, you're not, you're not selfish. Yeah. And uh, I'm sorry. To, no, 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 I was but there that. was a, you know, even for me, you know, I know that there's times where God's moving on your heart to pray about other things, but you know, sometimes even in our soul, we've almost got to work through our situation, uh, yeah. what we want to figure out, but something that helped me, was figuring out and coming to the realization that God wants me to have the answer. Yeah. He's not holding it back to, mm -hmm. from me. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is that I'm praying him or I'm petitioning him for, he wants me to mm -hmm. have that. Right. And so that actually has helped That's me good. a lot. Just to be like, God, I thank you that I have the answer because you want me to have the answer. Mm -hmm. I don't have to struggle in my prayer. I don't yeah. have to fight with you. I don't have to prove myself to right. you for you to give me the answer. Right. I don't have to give some type of sacrifice. Right. You are willingly, willingly. giving me that's the right. solution. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes I believe when our focus shifts to other people, yeah. that's when the solution comes mm -hmm. because our heart has been put in the right place. Right. 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 I agree. It's like they say, Brother Hagen would say, Lord, don't, don't pray and ask the Lord to bless me, ask me to make me a blessing. blessing. Right. In prayers, yeah. the way we could be, we could, be, you know, be made a blessing. Timo, you have some. I'm sorry, I cut you off. No, no, no. Uh, I don't know if you, you, you guys know, um, knew Mrs. Cooper. Mm -hmm. Carol, yes. Yeah. Carol Cooper. She, she, she taught at prayer school for years and uh, was one of the first healing technicians at Rayma, actually. And so she's, uh, I consider her one of my major influences and mentors in prayer. Um, while at Rayma, we used to spend time every Friday night for a season at our house. We'd pray together. We'd pray a lot about different things that would, would come um, in, in, on our heart, but also on, on Rayma's heart and so on. And so she, she taught us one thing. She taught us this thing. She said, seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto you. And yeah. basically she was saying, if, if you will devote your life seeking the kingdom of God in prayer first above everything else that you're facing all these things will be added unto you even while you're praying and and she had so many stories of this this life devoted to prayer I mean if you knew her she 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 was a real prayer I mean she just one of on one of the lasting contributions that she left I believe is all the prayers that she poured out 
during this time. And, and so she, she'd sometimes be wondering, you know, she'd be saying, God, I, I want to pray about my own family. I want to pray about my own needs and desires and, and even my own ministry. Right. Yeah, yeah. And the Lord spoke to her and he said, seek first the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, 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 and during that time, you know, with her, I, I just learned that it's about the kingdom. Mm-hmm. It is. It's about that. And, and, and I believe the Lord is, is looking for people to pray with that, that single eye. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm living for the kingdom. I'm seeking first the kingdom. Yeah. And as I'm doing that, I'm going to start forgetting about my own worries. I'm going to start forgetting about my own needs. And, and, and we know God wants to provide. God wants to supply them. We're not worried about them, but our focus is not on them. I believe that the, the devil and the, the enemy and, and even just the, the worries of life have us distracted from being productive in prayer. Yep, yep. And, and God is, is saying, come up higher. higher. Yep. You know, come to me. My, my name needs to be hallowed in your life. My name needs to be feared and revered in your life. And then seek my kingdom, you know, and that's exactly what he says. You know, he says, when you pray, your kingdom come. Kingdom come. Your will be done. And then get to your daily needs, then yeah. get to your daily bread, then get to your forgiveness. Yep, yep. There's something about being a partner with God before yeah. you think about your own yeah. life yeah. and so your good. own words. I was thinking about too, and I, I don't know if somebody listening may need this, but this just kind of came up in my heart to encourage you that even those that like feel like prayer is boring or they feel like when I pray, I don't feel nothing, it's dry. And I think in everybody's prayer life, you have to learn that this is done by faith. Yeah. I, I mean, I love feelings. I love the goosebumps. I love all of that stuff. Yeah. I love the woo-woo. I mean, I do. <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. it. But there are times when you go to pray that you don't have any of that. Come on. There, because we're not, we're not looking for, you know, we're not looking for a, a outward manifestation of what we already know we have on the inside. Yeah. So we're able to pray. And so just do it anyway. Just keep doing it. Just keep praying. Just keep, keep going at it. Keep going after it. Keep, keep uh, uh, finding that discipline. You know, it's funny. I remember I decided that I was going to set out and, uh, and I, and when I say this, cause you can become very religious in things. If you're not careful, you, you, you begin to do it out of religious duty and not necessarily based upon like, Okay, I'm doing it based on because somebody else did it. Yeah. And so I said, you know what? I want to push myself and I want to pray in the spirit for longer than just 10 minutes. I want to pray for an hour. Mm. And so I set out to do it. And I remember like the first like 20 minutes, <laughs> I was like, oh God, am I going to make it through? <laughs> am yeah. I going to make it through? And so I kept on and I kept on and I kept on and I kept on. And um, after a while, it was just like when I, when I, when I did it, cause I like disciplined myself to say, I'm not leaving my room. I'm staying here and I'm praying and I'm pushing my mind. My thoughts was everywhere. Yeah. Like, I mean, everything was happening, but then once I got through that, oh, it just man. became easier and easier because like I learned how to discipline my, myself and I, and not necessarily like people like, well, you just clocking on like, so you can check, like, I prayed an hour today, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. but I, no, I, I, it's, it's clocking the flesh and saying, listen, you're not controlling me. I'm going to yeah. sit here and I'm going to pray in the spirit and I'm going to have communion with God. Yeah. And I'm not 
gonna stop just because I'm bored or I'm, yeah. you know what I mean? I'm just being real. Come on, everybody, you know, we all, you, everybody you, gets bored. You know, you get, you're like, man, this is, we all love those times where prayers like, oh, shut up, yeah. I suck. You know, where you feel that, that yeah. unction and all of that good stuff. But sometimes you by yourself, you don't feel all that unction. Yeah. And I think too, sometimes it's not about proving something to God. Exactly. Like, hey, I can pray for an hour in the spirit, but sometimes it is beneficial for it you to is. prove to yourself. Yes. Like I can be disciplined. Yes. I can set aside this time and I can overcome yeah. any of these feelings, yeah. any of these desires to get distracted yes. with anything else. But no, I can set aside this time mm-hmm. for God and accomplish something for his will yes. and his purpose. His purpose. Because what you do, like, you know, we talk, I don't know if we're going to pray in the spirit yet, but I was just thinking about, there, there is a, you are communing with God. The Bible tells us that he that speaks in an unknown tongue, speak not unto man, but unto God. But you also edify. There's also like an edifying and building yourself up. You know what I'm saying? So communion with God, fellowship with God, praying in the spirit, all of those things, it really is beneficial to us as believers. And we have to learn sometimes how to do these things apart from feelings. Yep like apart from feelings because you won't always feel you won't always feel like you know i mean when i'm and when i was had covid and i'm laying in the bed i didn't feel like quoting no scriptures can we just tell the truth and be yeah. real i mean people want to be like you know i i was in the bed fatigued and i was just like look i what and i had to make myself mm-hmm. i had to make myself i even made myself get out of the bed mm. I didn't want to get out of the bed, but I made myself because I'm like, okay, heal people don't lay in bed all day. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let me, let me get up. Let me get up. You know? And so it's the same thing with prayer. It's like we have to um, discipline ourselves and learn how to do things without feelings all the time, but your feelings will follow. Yeah, they will. What you, and even though God is not a feeling, and of course we like feelings, he ain't a feeling, yeah. but there comes a level where it's just done. It's done by faith. It's, yeah. it's done by faith. This is the confidence that we have. Mm. that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. So that lets me know that I don't need to feel that. I just have a knowing yep. that in the confidence that, well, I just prayed and I didn't feel nothing special, but I know he heard me. Come on. So, yeah. That's right. Yeah, and and it, it also it also brings us to 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 bear just this, you know, the idea is is are we praying for feelings mm-hmm. or, or are we praying because we want to meet God? Right. And 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 we don't worship a feeling, we worship a person. Right. We worship yeah. the creator of the universe. You know, that a and, That's really good. And so we we I I agree with you. I mean there are times where the presence of God is tangible and we have this, this overwhelming feeling. I mean, John saw, saw the Lord and he fell on his face as a dead man. I I believe it. It's it's there. It's scriptural. Uh, But we all know that's not always the case. And, and, and I believe that the Lord is waking up people to his beauty, to his worth. Yes. You know, uh, this morning I was praying about, seeing the Lord in, in the beauty of his holiness. Yeah. Yeah. Isaiah six, you know, Isaiah has this vision of the seraph, the seraphim mm-hmm. above the throne. Mm-hmm. And they're saying day and night, holy, 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 mm-hmm. the Lord God almighty. God almighty. Yeah. Revelations four. When, when, when John sees 
heaven and he sees the door open in heaven mm-hmm. and, and he gets a glimpse of what life is on the other side right there. You know, what we were made for and he sees the throne. He sees the one that is sitting on the throne, yeah. you know, and he, he has this, this, um, this throne and is circled by the elders, yeah. the 24 elders, and he's circled by the living creatures and day and night, what are they doing? The four living creatures. Okay. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. Yeah. And, and, and I, I believe the Lord is waking us up to his beauty. He's waking us up to his worth. And, and, and where we realize that no matter what we feel, no matter what we're going through, mm-hmm. prayer is worth it because Jesus is worth it. Yeah. And, and, and he is beautiful in his holiness. He is beautiful and worthy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Revelations, Re- Revelations 5 goes on. Uh, with that hymn to the lamb. He says, worthy is the lamb that was slain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When yeah. we see who he is, when we see what he has done. Yeah. It's like That's- the woman with the alabaster box. You just want to spend it. You just want to spend it. You want to lay it. You want to pour it. Yeah. And, and, and prayer, we, we, even in that same chapter, we see that prayer, you know, comes before God as incense. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the, the prayers of the saints, yeah, it yeah. rise before God right there. God, yeah, yeah. I believe the Lord's waking us up, man. Yeah, I agree. I was just thinking about um, the story where Jesus feeds the uh, 5,000, the multitude. Yeah. And that could have been a very intimidating situation because all you got is two fish and five loaves of bread. And how are we going to feed a multitude of people with two fish and five loaves of bread? But it's interesting that Jesus didn't say, oh, Father, how are you going to, oh, God, yeah. we, he said, Father, I thank you that you always hear me. Yeah. And, and, he, and he watched his father perform a miracle. That's right. Two fish and five loaves of bread feeds a multitude of people. But it, it started with Jesus aware that, Father, I thank you that you always, yeah. you always hear me. And yeah. so I totally agree with you. You know, I often tell people, you know, I don't worship worship. Yeah. Mm. I worship him. He is, he is the center, the, uh, the, the center focus of our worship. He is this, I don't worship prayer. Yeah. I don't worship prayer conferences. I don't worship prayer leaders. That's I right. work, I pray to the father. You know what I'm saying? That's who I, cause you know, sometimes we, Miss Lynette says it all the time. And I love that she says this. She says, you know, sometimes people, get so deep into all of the things of prayer and they don't pray. And it's like, yeah. well, what's the purpose of, you know, it, what's the purpose of, you know, learning all of the things about prayer if you don't pray. And so, you know, she always is on the side of, you know, I want to inspire people to, to pray. I want to inspire people to commune with God. So I just think, man, this is, this is such a beautiful thing to talk about yeah. prayer and just fellowshipping with God and just making God, you know, really when I came to Raymer, Raymer introduced God the Father to me. Mm. I always knew he was God, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But I, I didn't know him as Father. I didn't know what was available to me. I didn't know all that had been done. And Rama just really helped me understand who he is and who I am in relation to him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so when I learned those things, prayer became so much easier 
Yeah. You know, and something that's beneficial too. I, I love teaching about prayer, the different kinds yeah, of prayer, yeah, yeah. but something I've enjoyed talking with you guys is that we're bringing it back to the relationship aspect of mm -hmm. what really prayer is at the heart. At the heart yeah. Because I believe that many of us, as we're just spending time with God, as we're praying, we'll enter into these different arenas of yeah, prayer without yeah. necessarily being able to put a label on it right. and say, that's what it that's is. What, right, Somebody right. might be able to teach us later and explain that's what the type of prayer you are in, mm -hmm. but you don't need to know those labels to be able to access them. Right. And I believe it's probably the same with the gifts of the spirit. Absolutely. Before you and I, all of us right. knew what some of the gifts of the spirit's names were. We probably stepped out into, into them. It. We yeah. probably gave a, a word of knowledge without right. being able to say, wow, that was That's a word, word of knowledge. <laughs> right. And so we right. don't have right. to be, I feel like some people don't feel like they're extremely educated in all the terms and the terminology of things, mm -hmm. but that doesn't restrict you from being able to enter into the fullness yeah. of your relationship yeah. and enter into the fullness of your ability to pray out the heart of God into right. this earth. Right. It's so true because, you know, Josh, that's so good, man, because when you, when you think about it, like, I'm so thankful that God still, like, allowed me to develop in certain things, but it's, it's not like, you know, I didn't know some of the terminologies, like yeah. you said, but all I knew is, you know, I grew up around my grandmother and my great grandmother and they prayed. And so, you know, I'm sure they stepped over and did this stuff and we yeah. would pray for people and do stuff. And then, you know, you don't learn on the terminology. So I'm glad with God that that's not one of his prerequisites to flow with him yeah. that you have to know <laughs> or be used by him, yeah. you know, and these things will come as yeah. you, you know, develop in your relationship with him. But like you said, it just all starts with relationship. You know, I love Josh. I love you guys. But when me and Josh, it's, when we have fellowship, it's just easy. Yep. You know, it's not. It's not something yeah. that's like hard and we got to try to really, I mean, there are some people you talk to and you're like, oh my God, oh, <laughs> you're like, and so like, you don't know what to say next. So you just sit, look at them and stare, but yeah. thank God for those relationships where there's fellowship, yeah. you know? And I, I heard someone say it like this, there's a difference between sometimes relationship and fellowship. Mm, absolutely. And, and they were talking about how, um, they use this as an example, your brother or your sister, you have brothers, sisters or siblings, but sometimes they, they are your brother and sister by relationship. Yeah. But right. sometimes you haven't seen them. You haven't talked to them in a while. So there's right. no fellowship. You know what I'm saying? So he's our father and we're in relationship with him, but he wants to have fellowship with us. So, man, that's good. That's yeah. That's my Timo, I want to give you the opportunity. I know you're brewing over there. I, I love what you said, Anthony. You know, it's one thing to be related to God, and we are yeah. related to God because we are sons and daughters of the living God. We've been adopted into his family. Yeah. It's another thing to walk it out. It's yeah. another thing to, to be relationally sons and daughters yeah. and, 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 and to become sons and daughters that the Father can trust yeah. in his heart. Yeah. Right, and I, I believe that that comes in that that life of prayer that I was that I was talking about before. Yeah. It's a privilege to come to Him, and the more we come to Him, and the more we we yield yeah. our bodies, we yield our thoughts, we yield our voices to Him. Yeah. The more He'll trust us, and we're faithful with the little. Yeah. He'll make us a, a ruler of much. Yeah, and 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 I and I believe that like like you said, Josh, you don't need to know 
all the labels. You don't need to be super educated. What you need is to be faithful. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Right. Uh, just, just get in there. When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be thy name. And, and, and pour out your heart and let the Holy Spirit guide you. And as you go and as you do, the Lord will progress uh, in your life. And, 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 and all of a sudden, what, what you've been reading about in, in the books about those great intercessors, yeah. that, that becomes your life. Yeah. Yep. Yep. yeah. And, 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 and we participate in, in, his, in his intercession for us. He, he's the great intercessor. Intercessor, yeah. And, and, Yesterday, I was uh, praying in the spirit for a while, and, and in my spirit, I just heard, likewise, the spirit helps us yeah. in our infirmities, yeah. in our weaknesses. Yeah. Again, you, you don't, when you're praying in the spirit, you don't have to be super educated. Oh. Yeah. You don't know what to pray for sometimes. Yeah. And, and that's why it's, it's, it's more a matter of being faithful and showing up than it is about having all of the knowledge, like you said, Anthony, and, you know, knowing so much about prayer that you don't pray anymore. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's about showing up, being there, being faithful yeah. and watch the Holy spirit just birth something in him, yeah. birth something in you. And, um, and I, and I, and I believe, and I, I just, I think this is for somebody that's going to listen to us. I, I believe the Lord has seen your faithfulness and and i believe he, he he's he's calling you to continue mm. to hold on yeah. you know to take the word of god as an anchor and that and 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 that he wants to lead you into a, a next level mm. i believe that yeah. so father i thank you yeah. just for the next level of prayer that you have for these people yes i thank you that you've seen their faithfulness and that they've been faithful over a little and that you're trusting them with more yes. in prayer. Yes. In the yes. name of Jesus, I release that right now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Man. That's good. That's good, man. And I'm so thankful for you guys both. I'm so thankful for your heart. And thankful for your time to, to join us today. I know that there's going to be people that are blessed by the, the vulnerability and the realness yeah. that we were able to bring to yeah. prayer. And, uh, and just thank you guys so much. But I want to give you an opportunity, Anthony, if you have any last word or charge. But if not, we're... Um, you know, I was, I'm gonna, I was just going to say this. Um, for someone out there that will watch this in podcast land... <laughs> Um, I just sense in my heart that there's someone or someones that you're like, man, if I could just get connected with this person, I'll become a great prayer. Or if I can just pray like this person, you have the best helper living on the inside of you. And that's the Holy Spirit. And while we do honor and we appreciate people that have made contributions to our life through prayer, one of the greatest steps that you can make is to develop a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Because yes. All of these individuals that we look up to in these ways of prayer, that's just what they do. It's just fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit. The Bible says that Jesus said that the Holy Spirit, he will not speak on his own, but he'll tell you about the future. He'll tell you about things to come. So I just want to encourage you to, to develop your relationship with the Father by prayer and that you necessarily may not be able to come in contact personally 
with someone that you might deem as a great prayer. But just taking time to develop a relationship with the Holy Spirit and praying in the Spirit and, and staying in the Word, it will help you become closer and closer to God just on your in your own accord. So that's man, just that's good. Yeah, yeah. That's good, man. Guys, thank you so much. I really appreciate you, you joining Josh. us today. And we're excited to hopefully have you both back on. Yes. It was great to be able to talk with you guys again. And I just believe everybody that's listening is blessed. And have a great day. All right. Have a great day, guys. <laughs> right, thank you, Josh. Thank you, Anthony.